0: The Veronica bucket is a dustbin sized plastic receptacle with a tap attached and a bowl to collect wastewater. As during the Ebola outbreak, the bucket, invented by Veronica Beckwe, a Ghanaian public health official, is appearing outside offices and malls and in villages and slums all over West Africa. It's an effective means of enabling people to wash their hands in the absence of running water, and it typifies the ingenuity and seriousness of Africa's efforts against COVID 19. In fact, the continent's response to coronavirus has been remarkable. It's shown us uh, what Africa can achieve. Now Africa's future is not just green or black and white for that matter it's technicolor. At least uh, so believe Ronak Gopoldas and Bronwyn Williams who uh, wrote a very interesting op-ed in uh, the Business Day to that effect uh, recently. Bronwyn Williams is uh, an economist and foresight lead at Flux Trends. Uh, Bronwyn always a pleasure. Now writing in the Business Day you recently said that uh, innovative new industries are waiting to be developed so that the continent's economy can leapfrog others in the wake of this uh, economic uh, disaster that COVID has brought about. Uh, what exactly is this new color palette that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, so what we did when we looked at the, the African question going ahead, and as Veronica, you know, we are coming out of a period of debt, despair and dysfunction, you know, from both a socioeconomic and, and a physical point of view, but a lot of challenges have to be overcome if we want to build a sustainable and inclusive economy for the African continent at large. And to a large extent, that's going to have to be done by betting on ourselves. We really do believe that we need to build a resilient local economy that isn't beholding to the major powers or external economic powers that might not necessarily have Africa's own core interests at heart. And to that end, we looked at the sort of industries and opportunities there were to do exactly that, to invest in sustainable, inclusive growth. that is not going to overshoot our natural resource boundaries, but also actually provide jobs. So we can get that the lower income bracket of Africa's economy, and that's particularly your under- unemployed youth working to grow our economy. So all the aspects that we looked at trying to take advantage of that natural resource Mm. endowment that we have on the continent, and in particular our biggest natural resource endowment is that of our actual human resources, the individuals that live and work and trade on this continent. So to do that, we really looked at five different sectors or five different colours as we turned them, our opportunity to take it, as we said, beyond black, white and green, a bit more a uh, colourful future and uh, you begin those
0: uh, absolutely and you begin um, rightfully so with the colourful people of Africa and that demographic dividend and the uh, the latent potential that we have in the globe's uh, youngest uh, most most youthful uh, population it, it also means that uh, Africa has managed to dodge some of the ravages of, of Covid that have uh, really impacted much older populations in Europe but I digress a little you start with the the Blue Oceans economy, what sort of potential lies um, at the shoreline of Africa's Blue Oceans economy?
1: Well, yeah, in particular, we're looking at the opportunities that can take place on Africa's east coast. It's prime position in terms of a trade route to connect it to Asia and all of those booming economies on that side of the world. But there's also opportunities to start formalizing a lot of our agriculture businesses and opportunities around making sure that we are using our ocean endowments sustainably once again. So it's not just in terms of sort of ocean farming in a more productive way or more efficient way, it's also looking at ways to bring some of the ethos around sustainability back to the African continent once again from a tourism perspective too, in particular looking at opportunities around ecotourism. And what- Having done the research, we definitely saw that International eyes are interested in investing in the sector of the African economy.
0: Where are we seeing uh, nascent investments, and which are the countries that are pioneering the way here?
1: Okay, well, South Africa is obviously doing quite a bit there too in terms of the ecotourism down in Cape Town. But also we looked at Mauritius, what's happening there. I mean, we know they've had that terrible oil spill earlier this year, but still they're doing very, very positive things when it comes to investing in sustainable marine tourism. It can be used as an opportunity to inspire people actually around the sort of other parts of the, the east coast of Africa, including places like like Kenya and even up to Somalia and that side of, that side of the the continent it's quite interesting what's happening there
0: and then everyone is talking green economy it seems from renewables to agriculture what's the potential here for africa and some of the quick wins
1: okay well this one really does tap directly into that natural resource endowment looking at employment opportunities looking at natural resources obviously we have sudden abundance here we also have obviously a large amount of agricultural opportunities that could be made more efficient and they really do go hand in hand because the energy opportunity and the agriculture opportunity both look towards sustainability from a food security point of view and also from an energy security point of view and those are the two needs that the world is going to require And that's obviously what you want to do when you look at business and investment opportunities, follow the need, because that's where the sustainable growth is going to come from, in the real economy, which you also thought was really important, as opposed to perhaps the more financialized economy, which doesn't distribute the fruits of investment quite as well throughout whole of society.
0: As we've seen with recent studies by the uh, CSIR and others in the rolling uh, uh, OPEX uh, and CAPEX of a renewables-led recovery program, lots of jobs in the construction phase there and uh, a, a smattering of jobs in the ongoing maintenance of, of those wind and solar farms, but you have to continually invest in, in building new capacity over a span of 20 or 30 years so that can certainly mop up uh, a, a lot of the um, semi skilled youth, Uh, then you've got the purple economy it's not the sexual frustration economy it's uh, all about cultural exports uh, another vastly untapped growth area.
1: Yeah absolutely so this is a way to actually take advantage of the wealth that lies outside of the African continent and bring some of that wealth home. We were quite inspired by what South Korea has done with exporting their K-pop bands which might sound like a bit of an odd train to pick up on but it's huge I think it's accounted for something like 5 billion US dollars coming into the South Korean economy just by cleverly marketing their cultural endowment, hmm. And obviously, we know Africa has a huge cultural heritage and it's all the sorts of the arts, everything you can imagine, from, like, from arts and crafts, right through to music, and through actual art, sculpture, the whole thing that you look at. And when you start seeing that perhaps there might be excess wealth in other parts of the world, it seems like a, a win-win solution to actually export some of our cultural heritage and our just our youthful vibrance to a much more sort of scale ageing economy across the world so i think there's quite good synergy there to tap
0: into and we've already seen it so uh, jerusalem as you mentioned in the article we've got our own trevor noah and uh, and quite interestingly uh, hosted a panel last week on the uh, business process outsourcing economy very unsexy bpo but what we do have <laughs> um is uh, according to the experts and those in the know a language spoken in South Africa, an uh, English, that is uh, very easily transported across the world. So something that we must be take, uh, taking full advantage of, certainly here in South Africa. And then last, my personal favourite in terms of your colour palette, the flat white economy. I'm a big coffee fan, and I think uh, there, there was also a slight tongue-in-cheek uh, dig at some of the, the, the racialized politics. Uh, but maybe not. That's just my my take on things, Bronwyn. But it's all about technology and the digital opportunities uh, where do you see the biggest opportunities when it comes to uh, digital in africa
1: yeah so this this really taps into the whole thing is we need to digitize our economy and take advantage of those leapfrogging opportunities to make sure that we become beneficiaries of the whole four IR technology if you want to use that sort of terrible terminology rather than victims of the future and this really does mean that we do need to invest in making sure that our populations do have digital literacy doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be building these technologies, that we have to understand how to use them in order to add value to our communities and so that we are able to build on them to actually grow our economy sustainably. Here we really see these sort of OIR, shiny technology, technologies being used in support of the other color economies that we've mentioned to increase efficiencies in our marketplaces and to do that leapfrog thing, which Africa has been so good at, actually, in the FinTech sphere, for example. But the trick this time around is to make sure that we are, once again, baking on ourselves and make sure that we are actually benefiting from the full value addition cycle. And that's something that Africa really does have to get right. And that requires us investing in local FinTech and local tech startup Mm. opportunities by tapping into the Silicon Cape and the Silicon Savannah rather than exporting all of our best ideas to further enhance the stock markets of the West
0: and the East. Absolutely. There's also uh, the grey economy, the illicit goods, informal economy, but unfortunately that's all the time uh, we have for uh, great opportunity to bring that into the mainstream as well. Bronwyn Williams, uh, economist and foresight lead at Flux Trends, Africa's future is indeed bright in Technicolor.